If you would this morning, uh, take your Bibles and uh, turn to Exodus chapter 3 and verse 1. Or if you have your uh, church app, you can open it up to uh, the Scriptures and it'll open you up there. I want you to watch a little video this morning to uh, get our minds thinking about the message this morning about lost identity. You know, sometimes in uh, life, when you think about people's names, you automatically have something that associates with them that clicks in your mind. And uh, we could kind of play a little game this morning. I'll get you to play it with me. I'm going to mention someone's name, and you tell me what comes to mind that associates with them that, that uh, you have a link to. You ready? All right. Michael Jordan. Basketball. Y'all are good. Tiger Woods. Golf. Mickey Mouse. Disney. Y'all are doing really good. How about uh, Taylor Swift? Singing. Somebody throw, I think some guys throw something over here. We won't ask them what they said. How about Moses? Did somebody say Ark? It's a good thing we're going to be studying Exodus chapter 3 today. <laughs> my next one, I figured with Moses you'd say the Ten Commandments. My next one was going to be Noah, Ark, and I was going to say, no, my grandson, because <laughs> his name is Noah. But you did very good other than the Moses and little men, the guys trying to mess up Taylor Swift there. But we, we have an association, you just proved it, that it automatically clicks in our mind of something that is associated with somebody. We call that kind of identity. We identify with people by different means. And today we're going to look at the life of a person named Moses, who is not the ark, but he's the Ten Commandments. We're going to look before the Ten Commandments occur, but we're going to look at Moses' life after he has gone through a, kind of a major life change. He had been at a point in his life that he was a prince in Egypt, and uh, he had power, he had influence, but things had dramatically changed, and now he's just kind of in the desert as a wanderer, just kind of wandering in the desert, herding sheep. What happened to this man named Moses? Uh, as we see in the scriptures today, he kind of loses his identity to a point that when God speaks to him with a mission that he has for him, he responds to God with, who am I? Now, when a person says, who am I? They've lost their identity. Who am I? I'm not the person who can take on this task. And you know, that's a realization from scripture, but some of you may, and we got the video ready, some of you may have been watching some of the America's Got Talent, and there's a young man that tells a little bit about his story. His name is Johnny Manuel. He tells a little bit about his story of his life, and I think he is a modern-day example of somebody who has lost their identity. My name is Johnny Manuel. I'm 32 years old, and I'm a singer. It's been a really long journey for me to get to this point in my life. At 14, I got a recording contract. It was like the best time of my life. But when I was 17, I got dropped. When you're told you're not good enough, uh, it destroys you. You're young and you're trying to deal with this emotionally and it felt like the death of a dream. You question yourself, you question your abilities, you question everything really. On America's Got Talent, it's like I'm getting a second chance but it's extremely terrifying because I'm putting myself back out there again. 
In Judge Cuts, when Simon was being critical of my performance, I thought it was quite annoying. In that moment, I felt like, oh my god, that was it. It was over. And then I get the golden buzzer, and I was so grateful. But at the same time, it's like now the judges probably expect a little bit more, the audience expects a little bit more. Tonight, I'm in the live shows. There's a part of me that fears that what happened to me before uh, could happen again. It's that 17-year-old kid inside who I have to keep telling it's going to be okay. I just cannot let this slip through my fingers again. Now, if you've watched some of America's Got Talent, you've seen Johnny Manuel on there. And he's an example of someone that at 14, he thought he had life by the tail. Things were going great for him, gets a recording contract. And then by the age of 17, he's lost that. And when he lost that recording contract, he really, in essence, came to a point that he kind of lost his identity, to a point that he's thinking, who am I? I thought I was a singer. I thought I had great potential, but now I've lost it all. And that's a pretty high scale to be at a point where you have a recording contract, but I've seen a lot of times in our lives in just normal day, we may feel like that we're fit for a certain type of lifestyle or we've got certain potential and then something happens in our life and we lose our identity. The scriptures that we look at today in Exodus is focusing on Moses and where he has kind of lost his identity. And here's what it says. I'm reading this out of the New King James Version. In Exodus chapter 3 and verse 1 it says, Now Moses was tending the flock of Jethro, his father-in-law, the priest of Midian. And he led the flock to the back of the desert and came to Horeb, the mountain of God. And the angel of the Lord appeared to him in a flame of fire from the midst of a bush. So he looked, and behold, the bush was burning with fire, but the bush was not consumed. And then Moses said, I will now turn aside and see this great sight, why the bush does not burn. So when the Lord saw that he turned aside to look, God called to him from the midst of the bush and said, Moses, Moses. Now, as you've ever read through the scriptures very much, you know that when God or the Lord Jesus says your name twice, he's intending to get your attention and something significant is going to come on. It's kind of like when I was growing up, my, my name is Brett, but if I ever heard my first name and my middle name, Brett Dwayne, I was like, because something big is about to happen. I'm either in a heap of trouble, most time that's what it was. And so the Lord says, Moses, Moses, which means, pay attention, buddy. And he said, here I am. And then he said, do not throw, draw near this place. Take your sandals off your feet, for the place where you stand is holy ground. Moreover, he said, I am the God of your father, the God of Abraham, and the God of Isaac, and the God of Jacob. And Moses hid his face, for he was afraid to look upon God. Verse 7 says, And the Lord said, I have surely seen the oppression of my people who are in Egypt and have heard their cry because of their taskmasters. For I know their sorrows. So I have come down to deliver them out of the hand of the Egyptians and to bring them up from that land to a good and large land, to a land flowing with milk and honey, to the place of the Canaanites and the Hittites and the Amorites and the Perizzites and the Hivites and the Jebusites. Now, therefore, behold, the cry of the children of Israel has come to me, and I have also seen the oppression which the Egyptians oppressed them. Come now, therefore, and I will send you. Now, here's where it's really getting personal for Moses. He's listening to God talk all about the children of Israel who have been in bondage in Egypt. 
and how that he has heard their cries and now God's ready to deliver them. And then he makes this statement, I have seen the oppression with which the Egyptians oppressed them. Come now, therefore, and I will send you to Pharaoh that you may bring my people, the children of Israel, out of Egypt. And then verse 11, but Moses said to God, who am I that I should go to Pharaoh and that I should bring the children of Israel out of Egypt? And so he said, I will certainly be with you and this shall be a sign to you that I have sent you. When you have brought the people out of Egypt, you shall serve God on this mountain. And so the Lord is bringing a reality at a point in Moses' life that Moses has had a dramatic change. He once was a prince of Egypt and then he had killed one of the uh, Egyptian taskmasters. And because of that, now he has run for his life. He's gone into the desert. And so he's gone from a prince of Egypt who would have power and influence to now being a shepherd guy, just wandering around in the wilderness. And so he's kind of lost his identity. When God says, I'm going to send you, he says, wait a minute. I'm not that guy that was a prince with great power and influence. I'm just a guy wandering in the desert. Who am I? He lost his identity. What causes a person to lose their identity today? I think one of the things that we learn from Moses that's true today is a lack of confidence. A lot of times people lose their identity and their sense of who they are and what God may have for them to do in their life is when they get to a point that they lose or they have a lack of confidence. Moses, when he was the Egyptian prince, he had great confidence. He would speak and things would happen. He had power and he had influence. But now Moses has lost his confidence. And when God speaks to him about bringing the children of Israel out of Egypt, he responds with, who am I? With that statement, Moses is saying, Lord, I'm not the same guy I used to be. I'm not that person that had that power and that influence. And a matter of fact, there's a lot of times that people lose their confidence the same way. They don't feel like they're the same person they once were. And there may be some of you in here today that maybe you've kind of got to the point that you've lost your confidence. There's a lack of confidence in your life. And I have found that when people lose their confidence, not cockiness now, I'm not talking about cockiness, just a sense of confidence in who you are and, and, and what you do. Knowing who you are and that your name has some meaning to it. doesn't have to be something that prestige, but your name carries some type of meaning. And a person gets to a point that they lose that confidence and they feel like they're not the same person that they once were. I don't know if any of you have watched uh, American Ninja Warrior but I wonder how many, as I was doing this uh, name association with you a while ago, here's a name I want to see how many of you know who this is. Brent Stephenson. Raise your hand if you know who Brent Stephenson is. Only me and Michael and the Coopers. <laughs> now, Brent Stephenson is one of the people on American Ninja Warriors, one of the competitors that early on, he was like the all-star. His name was synonymous with American Ninja Warriors because he had gone further than anybody else in the United States had gone. And he did it with confidence. He did it with smoothness. It was like nobody can beat Brent Stephenson. And then he got at a point that he failed. And the next season when he came on, he couldn't hardly go anywhere where he'd fall. And he'd try to compete again, and he'd fail. 
And you could see it in his eyes. Matter of fact, I told Joyce, I said, this guy's problem is not that he's lost his strength or his ability or that he's been sick. His problem is he's lost his confidence. He doesn't feel as confident. When he did it before, when he was just a nobody and trying to become an American Ninja Warrior, when he was at that point, he was just out there competing at it, going at it. But then when he had gained success and when people were looking at him and everybody were thinking, man, nobody can do what you can do, then suddenly he was like, can I do it? Can I compete at the level that I did last year? And he lost his confidence and he began to fail. He felt like he was not the same person. And then recently in competition, he suddenly gained a little more boost. And even the announcers made this statement, said, could this be the year that Brent Stephenson is back? But because they saw a sense of confidence back in him. When you lose your confidence, then you begin to fail. As I said, Brent Stephenson hadn't lost his talent or his ability, but because of his confidence, he was not able to do what he once was able to do. We get the same way in our lives. We just feel like we're not the same person. Maybe some things have happened in our life that our life has changed, our direction has gone a different way, and we don't feel like we're the same person. We also get to a point where we feel like we don't have the same potential that we once had. Moses was that type of person. He lacked his confidence because he thought, you know, God, if you'd call me when I was the prince of Egypt, I could make rulings and I could make decisions, but I don't have that potential anymore. I have left Egypt. I have been known as a man who killed other Egyptians. I don't have the same potential that I once had. And you know, when a person gets to a point that they don't feel like they've got the same potential in their life that they once had, They've lost the reality of who gives them what they have. You see, everything that we have, our gifts, our talents, our abilities, we may work at it and we may gain more strength, we may gain more speed, we may gain more finances, but it's God who has put that ability in us. And so a lack of confidence is we've lost our attention on the one who has given us what we have. Instead, we've just started looking at ourselves and seeing ourselves as a failure. You see, Moses had a lack of confidence because fear had set in and failure had set into his life. And that will take a person's confidence faster than anything. Moses not only had a lack of confidence, but he was also at a point that his life had kind of got consuming. And that's true for many people today. They, they lose their identity because life gets consuming. As I named off some of those people a while ago, One of the people that I mentioned was Tiger Woods, and you mentioned golf right off the bat. Men and women alike mentioned it. They had that synonymous connection, Tiger Woods and golf. But you know what is amazing? We don't see Tiger Woods really standing out in golf like he used to. He was doing great, but we might say life got consuming or life just got crazy for Tiger Woods. We began to hear less about his golf and we began to hear things of him wrecking his vehicle at 2 a.m. in the morning. We see him getting arrested because they think that maybe he's uh, drunk or on drugs and he's got uh, issues with prescription drugs. We hear about his divorce and we hear all these things. And so his life has kind of got crazy. Life can get consuming. Life can get crazy. As I look at Moses' life, the Bible tells us in those first verses I read, it talks about Moses and his father-in-law and the shepherds. Moses had gone a different direction in life. 
No longer was he the prince of Egypt, but now he's a shepherd. And now he's married, and now he has family, and he has family connections. And so life had kind of got consuming. Now he wasn't thinking about the same things that he once thought about. He was just thinking about different things. If we put it in relation to today, life can get consuming to where we begin to think more about our finances. I need to make sure I've got enough income to meet my bills and to do the things that, uh, that I need to do and the things I need to take care of. And so we get kind of focused on our finances and we lose our identity. I've just got to make money and I've got to make it however I can to meet the needs in my life. Sometimes we can also get uh, hung up on just responsibilities to family and we lose our identity. And meaning that nothing, I'm a, matter of fact, my daughter once said that, uh, and we was playing a game, said my dad would like to be identified as a superhero, but he's actually a family man. I am a family man. I believe in family. They are priority in my life. But sometimes we can lose our identity because we just kind of get consumed with changing diapers and paying bills and we get so life just gets kind of crazy and we get so consumed in life that we lose our identity i've seen many people men and women both alike that they get so consumed in the craziness that life can take that life sucks them in and they lose their identity they lose their sense of worth they lose their sense of value all because life just kind of got consuming. Now, life is going to have dirty diapers. Do I hear an amen? amen. And life is going to have broken down trucks. Do I hear an amen? amen? Life gets consuming. And life can sometimes go crazy. But we got to still remember who we are and who God created us to be. Life can not only get consuming, but sometimes we get to the point that as I looked at Moses' life, we kind of lose our concern. A loss of concern can cause us to lose our identity. For Moses, he had been at a point at one time that he killed an Egyptian taskmaster master to save an Israelite person. Now he's in the desert, and then probably the Israelites are the furthest thing from his mind. He's hanging out with the Midianites. And so now his mindset has changed. He doesn't have the same personal connection that he once had. And he doesn't have that same passion that he once had. And that will kill a person's identity faster than anything else. And that is when you lose your personal connection and your passion for something, then you lose your identity. But you know, that's not who I am anymore. And sometimes we need to lose some identities in our life. Maybe it's bad identities, but I'm talking about the identity that God has for you, what he has designed for you in your life, who he wants you to be. And it may be a point that there's some people today that maybe you need to find what your true identity is. Reach out and grab your identity and quit feeling like that you're a failure. Quit feeling like that your life is not significant. And if you kind of put yourself in the place of Moses you could kind of relate to him. Moses, at this point, his life has changed so dramatically that he probably feels like, I'm just a failure, and my life is really not significant anymore. Just a desert wanderer, just a shepherd boy, just living day by day. 
and I'm really not having any real impact. Let me tell you this morning, whatever God has placed you in, you can have an impact. If you're a stay-at-home mom, you can impact a child that will make that child raise up to be someone who can impact other people's lives. Makes no difference who you are. You are significant in the eyes of the Lord. You see, the big question for Moses was, had he really lost his identity? Or was he really the same person in the eyes of God? I would say he's the same person. You see, God still had a purpose for his life. God still had a plan. And when God spoke to him from that burning bush, and Moses said, who am I? I'm thinking, God was thinking, you're Moses, whom I spared your life. You're Moses, whom I raised you to prestige. You are Moses, whom I have a plan for. You are Moses that I have loved and still love today. And you know what? God could look you in the eyes and tell you the same thing today, that your life is significant no matter what bad decisions you may have made, no matter what bad directions your life may have gone, you are still significant in the eyes of the Lord. You are a person of value. The only thing that has to happen is you've got to see it through the same eyes that God sees you as. See you as being significant that has an impact in this world today. And so I want you to just take a moment and just kind of say to yourself, what, what, does, what does my name mean? What do people associate my name with? If I said Brett Yeager, you would say, preacher. The young folks are on the ball over here. There's automatically an association. If I said Red Osmus, the adults said it, the youth didn't. We may have to work on that, Red. We automatically have some association with a name. What would people associate your name? What do you associate your name with? What does your name carry identity as? And specifically, what does your name carry identity in the work of God as? I want you to take your Bible, your scriptures that you may have today. Now, I'm not going to go through all this stuff that uh, you may have seen on TV before, but I want you to just hold your Bible or your scripture this morning. Hold it up for just a second, if you would, with me. Hold that Bible. Y'all looking good. Some of your Bibles are glowing like mine is. Some of them are kind of dull. But I want you to say this with me, a little short statement. I am who this Bible says I am. And I can do what this Bible says I can do. And I believe in the Lord. Heavenly Father, Lord, we come to you today. And Lord, we believe that your word is powerful. And God, your plans are powerful to us today. And Lord, I believe that uh, the whole path of Moses' life was a path that went down because it was part of your plan and your purpose for his life. And even though he said the question, who am I? He had a sense of lost identity. Lord, you still saw him as the same person. 
you still had a plan and you still were going to work through him. And even though he felt like a failure and he had fear in his life, Lord, you took him beyond all that to do exactly what you had called him to do, what you had purposed for his life. And Lord, I don't know where everybody is today in their lives, but God, they need to know that today they are what this Bible says they are and they can do what this Bible says they can do. And if the question comes to their mind this morning of who am I, I hope that they can say, who am I? I'm a blood-bought, born-again child of God who has God's purpose and plan in their life. Lord, I pray, God, that there'll be no one leaving here today with the question, who am I feeling like they're a failure, insignificant, and of no value? Lord, my prayer is that everybody will leave here today knowing that they are made new. They are alive again. And Lord, it may be that today's a point that some things need to change in their life, but God, whatever it is, God, I pray that you would reveal your purpose and plan and give them some identity that they are significant in your eyes. And Lord, you have better days ahead for them. And Lord, I just pray, God, that during this invitation, God, you would wrap your loving arms around some folks and Lord, just squeeze them with your love. And Lord, may they feel the sense of identity of I am a child of God. And God has value in my life and God has a purpose for my life. And Lord, I'm gonna give you praise and honor and glory for what you do. And it's in your name I pray, amen.